Welcome to Ag Over Easy, the podcast from Channel where you get breakfast with a side of agronomic insight. I'm your host, Janice Person, and today we're celebrating our final episode of the season with a French toast to farmers. We're bringing out extra placemats to welcome a few seasoned ag professionals from different backgrounds. By blending their unique perspectives, we'll have our sweet, syrupy topping for this French toast to farmers. So as we approach a new year, let's look back at 2020. What can we learn? What are we grateful for? And how do we give thanks to our fellow farmers at the heart of this industry? Let's say hello to our first guest. Hey, Jonathan Mine, would you mind introducing yourself? No, not a problem, Janice. Thanks thanks for having me, obviously. Um, but no, m- uh, my name's Jonathan Mine. I'm the regional agronomy lead for the Central Plains, uh, covering the really the eastern part of Nebraska. You know, I lead the team of, of a technical agronomists in the region um, who work for all of our brands, uh, Fontenelle, DeKalb Asgro, as well as Channel. This year, what was the farming highlight for you? We've, we've really strived to be more digital well, this year we got pushed off a cliff and we had to adapt <laughs> and really embrace what digital meant, whether it's through communication, how do we connect with people, all of those things. And, and I think that to me is a huge accomplishment because it, it's kind of pulled, taken down those barriers of, well, you know, maybe I, I'm not comfortable with, with FaceTime. I mean, the amount of times I've had some of my folks say, hey, I FaceTimed a grower about an issue and it took 10 minutes and it worked. Like those are the types of things that I've <laughs> been, you know, and it's, it's amazing. Well, I think you kind of got a little bit into the next question already, but I want to say um, agriculturally, like in terms of on-farm, what really surprised you this year? I started the year in our, our vegetable business, which you know, talk about incredible supply chain disruptions through through March and April, seeing some some growers um, in some markets go through some incredibly challenging times. But at the same time, then seeing, you know, home garden a renewed interest in growing <laughs> vegetables. Yeah. I, you know, I, I can't even tell you how many of some of our retailers we work with that that service that market who their websites crashed you know they were working almost 24 hours a day to to fulfill orders because all of a sudden everybody is is buying seeds looking to to grow produce on their own which was super cool to see that happen yeah could you give me like one word or a phrase that kind of sums up describes 2020 Uh, you know for me it's it's probably resilience i think we've we've seen you know you talk about and i think 2020 kind of embodies what it means to be a farmer right you you are thrown different challenges every day you have to confront them come up with a plan and and address them and move forward and and knowing that tomorrow is going to be a new day there's going to be a a new challenge thrown at you and, and you just figure it out and i think that's that pretty much embodies 2020 that's a good one. That's a really solid word for this year. And I think a very different positive spin on some of it than maybe others would, would think of first. So so what drives you, uh, Jonathan, what drives you to do what you do? Oh, man. You know, I, I think one of, you know, having grown up in the Midwest, I think you get accustomed to the people. But I, I, I think 
what's always kind of drawn it drawn me back into it and why why i kind of did come into agriculture was some really really great people really incredibly smart innovative passionate people i think passion is a huge piece of of what you see in agriculture i mean this is this is a tough business i mean this, this ain't easy and so you you want to be a farmer very cool so what's an important piece of successful farming good farmers they they look at their the totality of their operation from a very long-term view meaning the land you have, you don't get to just, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, new ground, right? So it's the things you do today that set you up for success three, four, five, ten years from now. You control what you can control. Mother nature being one we don't control. So, <laughs> how, you know, how do you put a plan together in place that is strategic in mind, but, but also is aligned with what the plan you have for your operation? That's a good one. What makes you grateful, not only in your job, but in life in general? Oh, <laughs> I, I, for me, I mean, like, you, you know me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big relationship guy. So I, I'm grateful for the people I meet. I'm grateful for the things I learn. I'm grateful for the people around me and, you know, grateful for the passion I get to be a part of and, and see, you know, just see some great some fantastic people and, and what we get to do i mean that that's for me that that may that that puts a smile on my face anytime you know get to have a great conversation and seeing people be successful um yeah i, I get a big kick out of that so looking back at 2020 if you were in a, a space where you could send out a, a toast to farmers what kind of toast would you send you know, I'll, I'll go back to the word I, I used earlier. I, I would give a toast to the resilience of, of the American farmer. You know, I, I think they have embraced the challenges that are thrown at them, whether it's 2019 and the, and the rain and the weather we saw, or it's 2020 and the weather plus <laughs> you know, COVID-19, all the other challenges. But, but I think I, I would toast them to that hard work, perseverance, and resilience that, that is what it takes to be a farmer. And I think, you know, all of us should thank them for that because it puts food on our table. It was so good to have you on the show, Jonathan. Now we're going to bring on another friend of mine, Brian Scott. Hey, Brian, could you introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, Janice. I am a farmer in Northwest Indiana. We grow corn, soybeans, popcorn, and wheat. And I am known as The Farmer's Life on social media. Thanks, Brian. How was farming for you this year? Not really much effect from a grain farming standpoint. Um, really, it was a pretty pretty nice year, uh, really good weather. We planted um, starting in the like third week of April, which is like right when we want to. And then harvest was uh, on time and pretty smooth. Would there be something you'd point out as a highlight for the year? We uh, had school, in-person school canceled uh, the week before spring break and ended up never going back. But <laughs> uh, that meant our 10 year old Matthew had an hour or two of e-learning in the morning and then he would just have to come with me after lunch every day. So he, he spent every day of planting with us, um, being actually really, really good help on the farm, you know, not, not just there for fun. He was actually a, a good little worker. 
I think a lot of people probably recognize him from your videos. Yeah, he's he's more famous than me, likes to say. <laughs> Was there anything that really surprised you about the year? Oh, fall. Fall was a surprise. Um, had good yields and prices keep going up. That's usually doesn't happen. You usually get one or the other. And then it was a very dry fall. We just had a couple of days of rain where we didn't go to the field. And other than normal minor stuff, we had essentially zero breakdowns, no downtime. And, and it was just a smooth, quick harvest. Just haven't had one like that before. That sounds sweet. Can you give me one word that kind of sums up the year or maybe it's a phrase? Yeah, di different would be the word. A lot of that, uh, like everybody else, sitting around the house for a while and not really going a lot of places. <laughs> what drives you to farm, do social media, all those things? Yeah, so the, the farming for me, I say I had to leave the farm to know I was supposed to come back. So I, I worked in town for about six years after college, and that that cured me of having a normal job. I found out that wasn't, <laughs> I found out that wasn't for me. I tell people I'm probably the only person that uh, got to sleep in more and have less stress when I switch my job to farming. <laughs> Can you tell us one important piece that goes into being successful at farming? Sure. Uh, we've really been focusing lately on um, how big of a farm we want to be. Um, we're a little bit odd as far as grain farming goes, where we own almost everything we farm. Um, big yields and stuff are fine, but um, cutting your input costs is, is pretty good too when you start looking at the bottom line stuff. What makes you grateful, not just in farming, but also in life in general? Yeah, this is maybe uh, kind of two birds with one stone. Um, we said I left the farm for a few years and there was always an open slot for me to come back. We didn't have to do anything special business wise uh, to get me back on the farm. And I know there's a lot of people that haven't been able to come back to the farm or they, de they definitely had a more difficult path than I did. Um, I realize I had it pretty easy. So I, I'm thankful for that and was able to uh, come back to this lifestyle. Yeah, thinking back to the rest of the year and giving up a toast to fellow farmers, what would you toast? I would say over the last year or two, let's um, give a toast to the livestock people because they've had a bumpy ride that sounds like a great place to wrap it up. Thanks so much, Brian, for joining us today. Thank you. Our next guest, Business Savvy, earned her the Executive Women in Agriculture Trailblazer Award from Top Producer. She's also my friend, April Hemis. Tell us a little bit about yourself, April. <laughs> I love that intro. Thank you, Janice. Um, I'm, I'm a farmer from North Central Iowa. I farm corn and soybeans and have some pasture. I'm on my family's Century Farm will be 120 years in the family this year, and I'm very proud of that. And uh, this is my 35th year on the farm. So April, what was this year's farming highlight for you? Oh, I guess this year's farming highlight, I had two of them. A dry spring 
we haven't had a dry spring for years, so it was nice not to have to clean out gauge wheels on the planter this spring. And then my second uh, best part was the really good yields I had this fall, even though we were in a D2 drought, and fortunately the derecho, the high winds missed me. So those, that were truly my highlights of the year. Can you tell me what surprised you the most? What surprised me the most is how well my, how well the crops did. With everything they went through, I only had four inches of rain since July, um, the beginning of July. So to have uh, actually record yields for my corn and over about average yields for my soybeans, and they were on my lightest soils, I was thrilled with that. That sounds like a great win. Yes. All right. If you could give me one word to summarize 2020, what would it be? Maybe <laughs> there a phrase. Is, there's no way one word can summarize this year. Um, oh, well, I'm going to go with unprecedented. Isn't that great? <laughs> Other than I'm sick of hearing that word, but so many things we've had to get used to this year that are so different, but we as farmers adapt and roll with it and look forward to the next year. Yeah, I would agree. What drives you to do what you do? The love of the land, taking care of the land, knowing I can get up, make something better, uh, more productive, and the ability to pass that along to the next generation, to our daughter. Um, it really does get me going. And knowing I'm making this soil and ground better than when I inherited it. How about one important piece that goes into a successful farm? Hmm, one important piece. That's good. Caring comes up right away, and I don't know why. That's interesting, but just caring for your family and the farm and the soils and things around it. You just have to really put your all into what you do. And a lot of that is just caring for about what you do and who you do it for. That is the perfect lead in for my next question, which is what makes you grateful both in your job and your life in general? Wow. Well, that I guess I guess that was a perfect lead in. What makes me grateful was to be born into a farming family. Seriously. Um, when I talk to kids and they want to be farmers or anyone, you know, I say, Unfortunately, you can't just wake up and say, oh, I want to be a farmer, like I want to be a fireman or a policeman or something like that. It just isn't possible. You either have to marry into it or be born into it. And I was so fortunate to be born into it, to not listen to the naysayers who say girls can't farm. And, and 35 years later, I'm here farming on my own because um, my husband works in town. He has never driven my tractors or combine or anything, but it's just me out here. So that's um, what truly makes me grateful. All right. And so for the final question, what would be your French toast to farmers? You know what? Since I never obey the rules... And uh, only sometimes if there's something legal involved, I might, but I'm gonna have two, I'm gonna have two toasts. And one for the farmers, from the farmers, I think we need to be grateful 
I would like to toast all the researchers and people who work in the ag industry. Because this year we are essential, but I never had a glitch in planting or combining or spraying or anything. And that is because of all the people who work in the ag industry and my great yields. And that's because of the research done. And the, uh, I mean, not only seed research, chemicals and everything, you know, we, I am so thankful and would like to raise a big glass to all of those who work in the ag industry. And as my second one is to all the farmers, I truly could not have made it through 2020 without toasting my fellow friends and farmers. We all need a network. We think we're big and strong and can handle anything, but farmers need a network too. And we need people to, you know, cry on their shoulder when we need to. And that's truly what, you know, having a network of farmer friends is about. So here's to the farmers. That's perfect. Thanks so much for joining us, April. My pleasure. Before we end our French Toast to Farmers, I want to look back at the words our guests each chose to describe 2020. Brian and April went with different and unprecedented, which definitely sum up the year. But I like how Jonathan's word, resilience, describes how farmers and the ag community responded. This year was an example of farmers adapting to new technology and navigating the unknown with a certain strength. And I can't help thinking how lucky we are to work in an industry that bands together when times are tough. So here's to the hardworking farmers. May your next season bring the best yields yet. Thanks for listening to our season finale, Ag Over Easy, the channel podcast where you get breakfast served with a side of agronomic insight. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Over Easy wherever you listen to podcasts or at agovereasy.com.